All right, here's a question. So, uh, you know that the Blazers hired um, Chauncey Billups to be their head coach. I didn't now, know that. I knew yeah. they. I knew. I thought they were still looking last time I checked. I didn't know yeah, they, they settled, settled yeah. on someone. They hired Chauncey Billups, a guy who, sixteen years in the league, two years as an assistant. You know, qualified. Mm-hmm. Now, Paul Allen's sister who owns the Blazers, really wanted Becky Hammond, who's been Greg Popovich's assistant in San Antonio for years. So that's why Chauncey got hired a little later than he should have, blah, blah, blah. Now, my thing is this. If if you're a professional athlete, you're 20 through two years old. Okay, this is, this is, this is you now. You're, at the, you're in the draft room, the green room. You know, world's watching. And you say something that pisses your mother off, and out of you know, and she just says you need to you know, you know, watch yourself, boy. You know, and she yells at you in front of everybody. What's the worst you're going to do? Uh, I don't know. The worst I'm going to do is probably like, oh, give me a break. You know, shrug it off. Thank you. Now your grandmother does the same thing, same spot, worldwide TV. What's the worst you're going to do? Again, shrug it off at the worst. Got but... it. Now, your wife does that to you on national TV. What's the worst you do? I give her that look, and then we're going to argue later. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Now, the reason why I say it in those terms is that men have an issue with being yelled at by women or being what we consider embarrassed by women. Our mothers and our grandmothers are probably the only women on the planet that can get away with that, maybe an auntie. But usually it's mom or grandma that can get away with, you know, in front of two billion people, call you an idiot and tell you to sit down, and you won't just go, all right, I'll sit down, but you don't have to say it like that. You'll just go sit down. Your wife calls you an idiot and tells you to sit down. You may fight her. You may cuss her out and fight her on national TV. Because no, I, I wouldn't do that. Well, you uh, well, maybe, maybe not, but let's, let's, let's just roll with the let's roll with the let's just keep rolling. So, but your reaction would be different; it wouldn't be the same. So, my point, my my question is, what would the optics be if Becky Hammond's the head coach of the Blazers and she's hollering and screaming at some dude about being out of position for a play, right or wrong? And he gives her that look, and he cusses her out. What do you think will happen? It's probably going to get fired. And I think it's because at that point, I don't look at her as just like, woman, that's that's his coach. You know what I mean? I know, but see, that's the distinction. She, she's a woman who's his coach. And, and I also know firsthand, okay, not secondhand, not, not hearsay, firsthand what these NBA coaches have to deal with. I was there watching these guys in in practice cussing out Mike Dudley like he was just nothing. I was there when the doors were closed and Dudley V's having to literally fight some of these dudes fist fighting them. When those doors close, you have no idea what some of these dudes are like. Now, I say that if Becky Hammond does that and a guy cusses him out, they're going to want him buried under the gym because the optics won't be right. But 
he's going to get extra mad because I'm telling you what, it's not, we're not, we're not there yet to where most guys can let a woman yell. And hell, most guys have a problem with a woman as a boss still. Well, here's, that's, here's the thing. Uh, the, let's go back a little bit. Um, the difference between like, like you, you started like, you know, your mom or an aunt mm-hmm. versus your wife is your mom or your aunt or your grandmother, their family, one, two, they've known you since birth, most mm-hmm. likely, and you've known them since birth. And no matter how old they get, you're just going to revere them as such. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So you're, you're going to talk to your mom differently than you talk to Stephanie. If you're upset Absol- with either, with, if, you're upset with, if you're upset with either one. So that's the distinction. It's not the fact that it's just a woman. Uh, mm. It's the fact that it's your your partner versus your mom or your you know family member. Okay. Now, and every job I've I've had a lot of jobs in my life. I've obviously UPS has been the longest and mm-hmm. probably prob- most likely the last. Uh, I'll probably retire from there, and more than a handful of times, my boss has been a woman, mm-hmm. and I've never. And I know you're. I know what you're saying. You're speaking in generalities, and what you're saying yeah. is true. But I've. But the, but the opposite is also true. I've had many bosses that were women. In fact, I currently have two bosses that are because you know you have several bosses for each shift. You have like your your primary, and then all his assistants, all his you know, and uh, his or her, and. Uh, I've had a female boss quite a few times in my years there and, and a few times I've butted heads with them and it wasn't because they were women. It was because they were pieces of shit. Mm-hmm. They're just shitty people. I really do. If you treat me with respect, I have zero issue. If you're a man or woman, gay or straight, I honestly do not care. It mm-hmm. does, as long as we have this, uh, 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 we have a level of respect both ways. Mm-hmm. I'm good. I don't really, I don't have that hang up. But then again, I was raised by women. I, I didn't have mm-hmm. a man in the house. So I've, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm comfortable with guys. I'm comfortable with women. I, I don't have that issue or that hang up. I understand where you're coming from. But my point is, is that I do know a lot of men who have problems with women in the workforce or as their boss in the workplace. That's, that's a given. But right. when you're well, yeah. when you're in the heat of battle in, with athletics, when you're uh, what's this what's the word I'm looking for? Abnormally focused and high on testosterone. Sometimes the last thing you need is to hear a woman yelling at you. Now, and also, um, also, you got to understand that these guys are different than you and I. Every every professional athlete I've ever known. They're 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 different mentally than I am. They're quicker to anger than I am because well, you know, they're well, these, type A these, personalities. That's just who that, they are. You there's know? that there, there's that and the fact that they're that they're elite athletes, which means right. they have more than your average amount of testosterone flowing through them. That's what I mean. And, just and, ge- just genetically. Right. And you know, and and they compete at a higher level than I've ever been at as well. I just want to look at when it inevitably happens because these are big black men, 
and she's a little white woman. We already know the optics of when a Karen is yelling at a black dude anyway. Now, if that black dude gets gets in her face, we still, well, not we, society as a whole, or most of them, look at the black guy as the bad guy. No matter what has happened, he can't be yelling at that little tiny white woman. And I, like I said, I know firsthand how it's player coach relationships in, in, in professional basketball are not lovey dovey. They're just not like you got right now, Scotty Pippen running around calling Phil Jackson a racist because he wouldn't let him take the last shot in a game that happened almost 30 years ago. You know, he's still pissed off and he cussed out Phil then and every game after that. And to this day, he still cusses him out. And, 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 but we don't think nothing of it. But imagine if he called Becky Hammond the magic word either behind closed doors and a, and a reporter got a hold of it or on the court. She's yelling at him, you need to get your you need to get your ass moving. You need to get to the spot when I tell you to. Otherwise, the place don't go. He's like, you shut the fuck up, bitch. I'm sick of you. Now what? Now, let's also, this is not her first rodeo either. I'm sure it has happened. And I'm sure she's dealt with it on some level. So I don't honestly. She's but we're not talking she's... about her though. I, I get where you're going. I don't mean to interrupt. I really don't. I apologize. I get where you're going, but we're not talking about her handling it because women bosses, they know going in, they're going to have issues with 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 some guys. They just, they know it. Stephanie's a boss. She knew going into that position. Some dudes just ain't gonna like it. Oh well, we just have to roll with it. I'm talking about people looking in from the outside looking in and how I can see the headlines now where we're going to have to make different rules and say that you can't cuss out your coach. And, and cause we're in that real sweet sensitive spot right now as a, as a, as an American society where, you know, where every little word is being overly evaluated and then and, and, and checked and, and slow mode and listened to again for intent. And, I don't think we can handle that yet. Plus, I honestly don't think Becky Hammond is qualified to coach in the NBA more than there's probably 30 assistants on various rosters who deserve a shot before her. She does just because she's just because Pop picked her up seven years ago doesn't mean she's 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 more she's more ready than uh, some guys like Darvin Ham or uh, Popeye Jones or Bob McAdoo or T.R. Dunn who have not only played in the league, but have been assistants for 15, 16, 17 years, who haven't even gotten interviews yet. She's not more qualified than Kareem Abdul-Jabbar to be a coach. Patrick Ewing. She's, she's just not. And I don't like seeing this. I, I, it bothers me to no end. And also, to be 100% blunt, I think part of my problem is, is that, once again, the first in a situation like this is going to be a little white woman. Like the first referee in sports was a white woman. First referee in the NFL was a white woman. Now the first assistant coach in the in 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 sports, white woman. Now the first one to head coach, white woman. Really? There are no black women who were qualified anywhere. What about all the black dudes I just mentioned? What they just get thrown under the bus? This is what some people call white privilege. That they're actually mad that Chauncey Billups got the job. Instead of her, they brought up a um, 
a rape allegation that some broad had against Chauncey Billups back in 97, which was, he was found totally innocent. You know, he settled with some money out of court to get to go away completely, but he didn't do nothing, according to the court papers. And they're like, see, that's why Becky Hammond should be the coach. I'm like, no, she shouldn't. She shouldn't be the coach because of the reasons I laid out earlier and because I don't think she's qualified more than a lot of these guys are. And it is annoying to no end to watch these dudes and these women in the media just just kiss her feet. It's like she's not ready. The, the NBA's not ready yet. I would love to see a woman in college be a head coach first and let them be the experimental ground. Aren't they college head female head coaches now? Not for men, they're not. Oh, I got you. Yeah, not for men, they're not. It, it's a whole different story. I've coached women and men. Women are a joy to coach. An absolute joy. They will do. They will run your plays to a T. If you tell them to go five steps to the left and take two to the right and then cut to the basket, that's what they're going to do. I tell a I tell a, 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 a young man to do that. Eh, he may run three steps, take one, then cut to the basket. He'll still get the job done because he can jump two feet off the, you know, over the rim. But you're still going to fight with him to get the, to get the job done. He wants to put his own little flair on it. Yeah, he's a he's a guy. You know that's what they that's what we do. They don't follow. They don't follow their coaches' directives like you know like it's gospel like women do. I just don't want to be there or watch it on TV when that first dude calls Becky Hammond a bitch. And the whole world hears it and watch all these people lose their goddamn mind. I don't, I just think she's not, it's, we're not ready as society for that yet. We're just not. I, I'd rather, I'd, I think we're more ready to have a guy who's an outed gay man coaching. You know, that well, would be, well, that'd be easy to deal with. Nobody would even really care. I don't well, think. we got our first, uh, Major player in the NFL just came out. Uh, I saw it, and I thought a couple was, weeks ago. Yeah, I thought it was ridiculous that he that, that, that in that in 2021, there's they still feel the need to announce. This is not 1995, where well, they, yeah, they, that's they, a big deal to 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 be gay. Now it's not. Well, he announced it because uh, I guess he was just tired of not addressing it. There's nothing wrong with it. I don't care. But I'm done with the sports talk. Let's move on. <laughs> so, it's not a matter of done or not done. What it is is just it's just something that I wanted to vent and wanted to get someone's opinion. I knew you'd be the wrong one because you don't do sports well at all. But I had to vent. It wasn't really a sports question, but it's in the sports realm. And eh. I know, I, I know. I just had to vent. I had to get off my chest. <laughs> I knew you wouldn't help much because it's just who you are. And that's fine. I don't I don't care. It's How was I supposed to help? Help with what? I gave you my opinion. <sighs> I didn't give a shit. <laughs> I know, and that's what I mean. That's by my not, opinion. I don't give a I, shit. And that's I what don't I meant by not help by not helping. But I like I said Ooh. I had to vent. <laughs> what 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 did you expect was gonna you know, what do you I mean people some people are gonna get Put, rub the wrong way. It's either way. There's going to be pushback. Either way, 
So the only thing left to do is to wait and see what happens. Uh, I, I, like I said, I think I expected more, more back and forth. But I, like I said, and you hate it when I say this because I can hear your voice change. When it comes to sports, you don't do well. So I just felt like well, venting. That's the end of it. Let's move on <laughs> to whatever, whatever you got on tap. All right. Good. Got what? It. What? Uh, well, I'm just going to start with what I did. Uh, I did something that I didn't think I was going to do because it was, I always considered it to be an old man thing, but it was like, it was so annoying. I literally just said, fuck it. I'm taking care of this now. I'm sick of doing this. I went and got some new glasses, which is not a big thing. I always get new glasses and update my prescription every couple of years. But um, I got bifocals this time. I decided I I am tired of taking my glasses off to read or to do anything for any length of time. So I went and got new glasses and I got bifocals. So it's my old man thing that I am um, that I'm doing another one another another check in the old man box, I guess. Uh, congratulations. Oh, you shut up. I don't know what else to say, but congratulations. <laughs> what do you want me to say? Uh, nothing. All right. <laughs> All right. What else we got? Oh, uh, what have you been watching? Um, I'm finally gonna watch the last couple episodes of House and working my way through season again. Eight. I've never seen the end of it. I've never seen the last three episodes of House. How have I seen them and you haven't? And the show's been off the air. Over a uh, decade. I know. I one, I never wanted to see the end of it. And two, I just figured it's time to watch the end of it. You know, Why so. haven't you wanted to see the end of it? At the time I liked the show so much that in my head I figured that if I don't watch the end of it, you know, it may come back. You oh know. Jesus. What are I, you I, I I'm aware <laughs> of how stupid that is, so I don't need any any lips. But no, what, no, no! You're you're gonna hear it's very. But stupid. it's just it's just one of them things where you just kind of like, well, if I don't watch it, maybe it'll, you know, it's like a, it's like a it's like a just like a bad like your dog craps or somewhere. And you're like, well, if I don't look at it, you know, I won't have to clean it up. You I've know. never done that. <laughs> I just I know, I know, it's just the same. <laughs> but I watched that. I watched the last season of Bosch, which was fan fucking tastic. Um. I watched uh what else was there? Something else I watched too. Bosch, that I'm almost done with season two of Goliath. Uh there's one more season left. I got two more episodes to go for Discovery. Season three is not season three and Discovery is like season one of the next generation. You know Bad. I, I, <laughs> That's, kinda, that's that's the best way I could describe it. Kinda. I mean, not, the first season, good. the first season was so first season and a half was so good that I knew that they were going to run into this problem because it was just it was too good. They they started off on fire, you know. And you know, as a show, would you rather have a slow build or would you rather start off on fire? And then the writers are like, God, we got a lot to live up to. You know, I'd rather have a slow build show. You know, where each season can get better from the last rather than, you know, throwing my shit out in the first season 
and then have people slowly lose interest as it goes along because I can't compete with the first two or three seasons. And that's how it's all. It'll be season four here pretty soon. Is it going to be the last or just going to go until? No, they're going to do. I think they're going to do the normal seven, seven seasons of, of this, like Star Trek seems to have some guy explained why they run seven. Um, I can't remember why, because Deep Space Nine had all had an eight season all set before Paramount decided to ca- cancel it. They were going to have uh, uh, Nog die uh, after he becomes captain. Uh, what's her name? Uh, uh, the chief of the, 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 the Cisco's number two, can't remember her name. But she was going to be the leader of uh, some of these killers. And, uh, I was, it was really interesting. Oh, and then Cisco was going to come back and be young again, and his son is going to be 20 years old, and not Jake, the other kid. And they were going to go from there. So I was like, oh, that's kind of an interesting place to start. But they they, they have a seven-season limit for some reason with Star Trek. I don't know. Like Picard. I, just thought it was, I just thought it was a coincidence. I didn't think it was like no, a, a planned a, thing. After Generations, it was on purpose. They went, they wrote for seven seasons after that, you know, and I just think that's stupid, but whatever, because Voyager, you wanted to at least see one season where they, where they got acclimated to, you know, Earth. I mean, they got a talking holodeck for Christ's sake. They can walk around. I mean, how the hell, how the hell that work out? You know, it got back to Earth. There's a few things I'd like to see kind of, kind of, kind of sewed up, put into a little bow, you know? Mm-hmm. And they never gave it to us. It's like Deep Space Nine. There was, there was so much more story to tell. You know, there was a ton more shit. They could have gone on another three, four years of Deep Space Nine. You know, easily, but they didn't because of that. Uh, what else am I watching? Um, I uh, Loki, obviously. Uh yeah. So yeah, did you see? Um... It's really good. I'm looking forward to today's episode. I haven't watched it yet. Uh, people, some people got up in arms of Loki's Loki's bisexual. I truly didn't give a shit, but I honestly just assumed such. I didn't even think about it. I just assumed. I sort of told my brother. He got upset too, and I was like, "Dude, he's a god. They don't care." Hell, 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 look at look at look at the mythology of the uh, of, of of the ancient Greeks. They would come screwing women as rabbits and goats and shit. I mean, come on. Well, uh, well, if Loki in the Greek mythology turned into a horse, fucked another horse, and with that horse had a half demigod, half horse hybrid. Yeah, I mean, come on. This is what they did. So he just here. seemed a little. Swishy. Anyway, I just always assumed. I never yeah. was. It was one of those things that I just assumed. If you asked me, but I, I never thought about. I didn't think about it until he said it when she asked him, "Is there another guy or, or him or her?" And he's like, oh, "A little of both." And I was like, mm-hmm. "Oh yeah, yeah." And planet makes sense. Exactly. And then I moved on. I didn't really mm-hmm. have an issue about it. I don't know why people do. It. It's just so fucking stupid. Just why do you care about this fictional character if he's bisexual? So what? Do you don't you know all the movies? Oh, you don't like him anymore now? It's yep, just, they don't. There are people fuck. that will turn it off now. Oh, good. Then we don't you need know? them. 
There are they people that him. will now turn it off. And I'm like, okay, what what do you want me to do about it now that you're not watching it? I mean, it it's like it's like studios now have a what seems like a backwards view sometimes where they avoid controversy because controversy could get them canceled. But remember Married with Children? What did controversy do for Married with Children? Made them the biggest show on TV. And they still, to this day, Ed O'Neill and the, the staff, every year send that woman uh, flowers for what they did for her for their careers. Remember that woman in Michigan who wrote that big, long letter about how shitty the show is? What do I tell my kids? And, and uh, I, I, I vaguely remember right. that, yeah, that being a thing. Yeah, and they but, still but, send her flowers. But what I'm saying is some people will react to stupid shit like that. And it's stupid. It's just dumb. Why do you care? Well, it, here's the thing with if they don't, if they leave and don't want to watch the show or hate Marvel now, then, then then they haven't been paying attention because Marvel has always yeah. been in the forefront of issues. You know, Captain America, we've talked about this before, but Captain America, Winter Soldier, that is all about uh, Big Brother and the uh, military industrial complex. That is what it's about. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what Steve Rogers and Nick Fury have like an argument about. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, <laughs> and I mean, it's it's it, they always the t- uh, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier is about racism and how blacks are treated. How can blacks in the military defend a country that didn't treat them right? Didn't treat you know black folks right for you know the, almost its entire existence. I mean, it's. If they they all they never shy away from issues. So if you just if now they want to plant their flag, then you were never really a fan. And if you were, you weren't paying attention. And and Marvel doesn't. They don't care. They'll do. You know they 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 uh, they deal with these stuff head on. They always throw it up there. Just well, you remember you, th- uh, you remember Black Panther, right? The yeah. controversy behind Black Panther. Yeah. All those black folks behind the cameras and in front of the cameras. There were people who swore off Marvel then. You know, and it's like, but Marvel blo- moved on and Black Panther became one of the highest grossing movies of all time. You know, it's like, we don't, I think Hollywood now is trying, is finally realizing those people who act like that, they don't matter anymore. There's no oh. point in catering to them anymore. When they used to do, they used to do that. Um, remember Spawn? Why they put DB Sweeney in Spawn? I think that's that guy's name. Yeah, because because his character is black, and they yeah. didn't want it to be a black film. Exactly, that's what I mean. <laughs> so there have been too many black folks in the, in the yeah, but you know, th- obviously that wouldn't happen now. No, they just, they'd be like, "Fuck that!" No, we're this is how we're gonna do it. If you don't want to watch it, don't watch it. End of story. Don't watch it. That's all. And I've always said that. You know, even to my mother who complains about st- certain shows on TV, say, well, why are you watching it then? Yeah, it doesn't matter. It's not hurting you. So turn the damn channel. You know, I've used this example before, but it's like Howard Stern. The people who loved him, listened to him two hours a day. People that hated him, listened to that man for six hours a day. Well, he was only on two hours a day. No, no, no. I'm talking about back shows and all that other stuff. They would they would listen more, do more research, and everything on Howard Stern. The oh, ones yeah. who hated him were more about him than the ones who loved him. That's why Howard became became the king of media. It was the people that hated him 
couldn't walk away from him. They just couldn't walk away. And I'm like, I don't care what Howard says one way or another. Yeah, they just love it, love to hate. Yeah, that's what it is. They love to, you know, they love to hate them. It's just hate watch. It's like kind of like uh, when you hate watch a show. But then again, I, I never, I've hate watched shows before. In fact, Eloise and I kind of did that with the uh, Flash. But, uh, you know, it was just something we'd like to watch and kind of half shit on. But it was like we got some enjoyment out of it, but we didn't truly hate the show. But, I've never hate watched the show, <laughs> to be honest. I don't even of, know. I don't even know what that means to hate watch a show. It, it, it's a kind of watch a show that's like ridiculous and that you wouldn't normally watch alone, but you'd watch with someone else so you can kind of make fun of it as you go along. And there's something about it that is mildly entertaining, obviously. But not enough for you to be super invested in it, and that was kind of what we did with, with the Flash. It was just kind of just kind of half hate watch it. I guess I okay. I've never done that, but oh, I understand. Just never done that before. <laughs> A show uh, I just finished that I watched um, the second season that came on Netflix. It just dropped it. It wasn't like it was an announcement. Well, I just finished the second season of. Uh, a uh, black summer, like a uh, well, it's like back in 2019. The show came out. It was like a zombie show, and uh, it just kind of you followed random people, and if they died, you follow the people they were next to and follow their story. And what was what I think I've said about it before in the past was that uh, it's one of those shows where if if the zombie apocalypse actually happened. I'd imagine it would go down this way because you've got like real life reactions of people and how the world would just collapse immediately. Mm-hmm. The minute there's no law to keep people in order. It was really good. It was really the second season was fucking rough, man. And you've, you know, you kind of follow a group of these people and then you, you know, you get to the very end, you see who survives and there's, I don't think it's going to be a season three. It kind of is a definitive end, at least of one person's story. It was, it was pretty good. I liked it. But the big news for me is I saw Fast 9 last week. Uh. Last... <laughs> yes. Boo! Uh, hate all you want. It is... Uh, entertaining as fuck. It's dumb as fuck. I feel the Fast Furious same way you feel about sports. Fuck Fast and the Furious. Whatever. Man. It's better than any fucking Transformers movie that you used to hold in high regard. That shit sucks. That just washes off me like water off the back of a duck, motherfucker, because Fast and the Furious sucks. Okay, yeah, it sucks so much. It is already made... Four hundred and twelve million dollars. I don't care how much it makes. It still sucks. I don't care. I don't care if it makes. Oh, okay, okay, okay. When I tell you stuff sucks, I've actually seen it. You have not, so you really can't speak on it. Everything I've I've told you that sucks. Four of them. I know the franchise. No, you haven't. You have not seen four of them. I've even. Are you kidding? The first one is one is in my top ten. It's all time favorite movies. I've seen Tokyo. the first one probably 20 times. I love the first which one's, one. Which ones have you I, seen? I like Tokyo Drift. 
so horribly as that may see, I kind of like Tokyo Drift. And I, I don't remember. I don't remember the name of the third one or the fourth one, but I did see those. And then after that, they started to get too silly for me, and I went, "Meh, I'm done." Oh, but I don't tell me I haven't seen them because I was still working at the theater when the first one came out, and every chance I got, I watched that first one oh, because okay. I loved it. You still can't speak on it because you haven't seen the vast majority. So, <laughs> so that's 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 well, hey, that's how hey, you're it now. Yeah, well, I've always cut it that way. First, you I, said I you first you thought I hadn't seen them at all. Well, now you're seen, gonna change. You've it seen say, you haven't seen enough of them. You haven't so seen five, you, you haven't seen six, you haven't seen seven, you haven't seen eight, you haven't seen four. So, I, said I, I said I saw one, two, three, and four. I don't remember the names of three and four, but I fast, do know I've seen them. What Fast and Furious 4, that's what it's called. Okay, what, well, I, don't, what, I, didn't, what, I didn't know. I know I've it, seen it. What is four about? I don't know. I know I've seen them. Mm-hmm. If, I, if, if you turned it on in front of me. I go, oh yeah, seen it. I can tell you what it's what's going on. But as far as remembering it, no, because they started to get silly. They got silly after the second one. What are you talking about? I know that, but <laughs> I gave it a second and third, ch- a third and fourth chance. No, second and third chance. I said, okay, this one, number three, number two was even silly, but I kind of liked it. It was a little different, and I'm like, ah, let's see what it does without Vin. Okay, not bad. I was like, okay, it's uh, it's not bad. And then I was like, and the third one came, and I was like, okay, you guys starting to get a little silly. Then the fourth one, I was like, okay, I can't anymore. And then it just got to a place where it's like, I I, I can't watch this because it's so cartoonish. It's that, too cartoonish that, for me. That's kind of for me. Kind, it's too cartoonish for me. I just can't deal with it. How how is that too cartoonish? But you, but you defend the Transformers. When I they when, when and when the last movie they were trying to tie in the Knights of the Round Table. I know, and I still haven't had the nerve to watch that one because I've horrible. seen that one just I so haven't. I I watch it just so I could shit on it. No, I don't. I don't. I don't want to watch it because it looks horrible. And I don't. Well, mean, it was. And I it don't was. mean fun horrible like Jeepers Creepers Two was fun horrible. This just looks bad. Yeah. I don't know what Anthony Hopkins did to what pictures. Uh, What's his face has of Sir Anthony Hopkins to get him in that movie, but no, uh, they just they just they just kept adding zeros until he said yes. That's all that was. I hope that's all that was because I'm like, dude, you are a movie icon. Why are you in this shit? I don't understand. But uh, it just what? Which one was I going to go see? There was a Fast and the Furious I was going to go see. I was like, okay, I'm gonna give it a shot. The the one where everything. Took the when everything changed to where it is now was um, was five fast five. That's when they inserted the rock and it became what it is now, which is fucking fun. Yeah, like I've said before, these movies you could say they're ridiculous. You could say they're dumb. They've been the laws of physics. They're almost like they're almost like. Um, uh, uh, superheroes at this point, and you would not be wrong, but they are fucking hilariously fun. They're just fun, and uh, yeah, they're they know what they are. I mean, they actually in this last one, uh, the 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 quick uh, cipher enlist the help of Jacob, Don's younger brother, to take revenge on Dom and his team. Uh. Now, John Cena is his 
brother. And I they know. kind of explain it away because everyone had a raised eyebrow to like, mm. let me guess, di- uh, different mothers, right? Different mothers, same father. Got it. I knew that's how that's how that's how Vin gets around that shit all the time. Remember uh, <laughs> knock around guys when he was when he played a Jewish guy. Oh yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Uh, for same, people who don't know, same excuse, same excuse. Oh, but my, my mom was a Jew, you know. Is that blah, blah. I was like, oh, that's how you do it. Okay. And, and it. this, in this one, you know, and, and for people who don't know, uh, Vin Diesel is half black, mm-hmm. just like The Rock, half black. But uh, in the movies, they always am- make them ambiguous, right? And for because uh, um. Vin Diesel's half side, uh, half white side is Italian. They just go with, oh, he's just a dark Italian. Mm-hmm. They just, they just do that, and they shy away from, um, from, um, from the black part. Anyway, um, so they're half brothers, and uh, <laughs> uh, John Cena is kind of like the younger brother, and he's, you know, they always held the, always in the shadow of Dom, and. And they kind of, it was just, it was that now that they're both super spies, it was funny. It got a little meta. I'm not even going to talk about what the movie's about. I'm just going to talk about stuff I liked and stuff I thought I was funny. Thank but, you. Well, it, it, you, at this point, you really don't need, I, I mean, you, you shouldn't go in not seeing the others because there is a through line, but um, you don't. They they know that the stories are paper thin, so you can see the action, the car chases, the, the some of the comedic stuff that's actually funny. But there's um, Tyrese has uh, um, everyone gets a moment, but Tyrese has an actual funny moment where he's talking to like Ludacris because those two are teamed up a lot, and um, and he's like, "Have you guys ever wondered that?" We've been doing this for years now, and yeah, that's a, yeah, I know that one. Go ahead. And, I'm sorry. And, Go ahead. And uh, people, um, people, uh, what are you talking? About? You know this one. This was in it this movie. I know. I think that was in a trailer though, or something that I saw where he talks about how we're how are we still alive. He's like, oh, how are we still alive? It's yeah. You know, it's almost like people say we're in. You know, it's like we're invincible, mm-hmm. and like we're superheroes. And everyone kind of pauses and kind of like, shut up. You know, we're just lucky. We just got lucky, and we know what we're doing. That's what happens. And then, and then, like maybe ten more minutes into the movie, they uh, they're they're in Colombia. They're trying to get out, and Tyrese is surrounded by like the military, and he just like you know, he's just figure he's gonna go out and hail a bullet, so he just starts shooting in a circle, you know, where everyone's at, and the cavalry comes in and shoots the the other guys that he misses, and. Uh, <laughs> And he looks at Ludacris and he's like, not a, look at me, not a fucking scratch, not a scratch. <laughs> it's like nothing. It was, it was so much fun. There's just some laugh out loud, ridiculous moments when they should be dead. Apparently you can catch people. Like if you, if you're falling off something and I'm in a car, I can drive and hit another car to break, uh, yeah. to break your fall. And I think, uh, I think I saw that on a on a, on something on YouTube where oh it's was it Michelle was it Michelle Rodriguez that got caught on the other car? Uh, it happened to John Cena. It happened to Michelle Rodriguez. She was on a motorcycle and it gets it gets hit in midair and she goes sprawling off 
and he uh dom like drives over to where she's going to land and she yeah. lands on the car or there's a fight him and john there's one thing that bugged me about this one that if i had a complaint there's always a big face-off fight scene it's always really good always really good choreographed fight scene like a final fight mm-hmm. and uh when don and uh vin diesel and john cena face off for re- like the last one before they you know because now uh, spoiler alert uh, John Cena is one of the good guys now. Uh, uh, <laughs> Every right. everybody, with the exception of Charlize, uh, she's been the villain in. Well, now this will. She's going to be back, so she'll be a villain in the third movie. <sighs> and uh, with the exception of her, uh, everybody that they fight eventually joins the team if they don't die. Yeah, and they. They even pulled in the Tokyo Drift guys in this one. They're in there. Uh, the cast is insane. And, I, you know, the reason these movies are so popular is because of it, it, it at the risk of sounding corny. It's the inclusion. There's black folks. There's Asian folks. There's Indian folks. There's Mexican folks. There's white folks. And they're all working together for a common goal. And it's like, and they all, like, hang out. And at this point, these people have worked together for years now. Like Ludacris is, you know, he's been in this franchise since three, yeah. and or since two. And uh, that's and, supposed uh, to be Ja Rule, I think. Yeah, Ja Rule. Yeah, then... ja, ja Rule didn't come back because you know for whatever reason. But fuck him, he, we would have sucked. I would not want to see him in the role that Ludacris is in now. But it's just he just has more charisma. Ludicrous does, but um, you know they you get you. It's kind of like watching the ocean movies. You watch those movies and you're like, oh, these guys hang out outside of this, and they're having a ton. Of, you could tell they're having a ton of fun doing this. It's like we all went on vacation, and in this vacation, we we made a movie. The fast movies are just like that. That kind of vibe. It's just fun. I mean, we're in a movie and everyone's laughing at scenes that are just highly improbable. There's a scene where John Cena and Vin Diesel are fighting in a in like a uh, a hotel, and you've seen it in a trailer. Uh, Cena's like gives him a spear, but he like lift him up to give him this spear, mm-hmm. and Dom's head goes through a wall, uh, which is part of the awning, uh, part of the the door frame. Just takes out that whole area, doesn't knock him out. There's this really big guy that's fighting John Cena on there on top of a truck, and and John Cena ducks because there's a road sign, those big metal road green road signs, and it breaks in half and it doesn't. The guy just shakes it off. The guy should be dead, but he just shakes it off. And the whole the whole point, like the whole movie. Uh, Cena's trying to kill Dom and the rest of the group. He, he's trying to put them in the ground. Mm-hmm. And and the guy that he's doing it with turns on him. And so all is forgiven and he's with his brother again. And his... Br- <laughs> There's a wow. scene where Vin Diesel fights 20 guys. Of course and, he does. <laughs> they're in like a missile silo 
And <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Does he do that one where they pile on him and then he squats down and comes up? Rah! He doesn't do off. the he doesn't do the Arnold Schwarzenegger commando breakthrough thing, Damn. but they're holding him down and he does jump up and fight one and one at a time. But he grabs, he breaks free and runs to where they're on this really shaky metal framework. The thing is, it's a rusted through missile silo, and and he does it so Letty and the rest of the gang can get away. He's pretty much sacrificing himself, and he pulls down these giant chains. It's going to bring down one. How are you that strong? And if it's that weak that you could do that, just you guys standing on it should be enough. But he pulls it down, so him and the twenty guys go falling about fifty feet into water at the bottom of this silo. And then Letty, who got away, jumps in the water. Now, there's probably several tons of concrete as well as all other types of debris and other people. And she manages to get in there and pull Vin Diesel's big ass out of the water. She's like 140 pounds soaking wet. But yet she's going to pull him out of the water. It was just hilarious. It's hilarious. It's so much fun. It is a lot of stupid fun. If you you just go, shut up. I'm not talking this for you. This is for people who, well, people who want to see this will see this. It's just you turn off your brain fun, dumb fun. You can't take it too seriously. If you do, well, you just can't. But it is a lot of fun. And 10 is going to oh 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 how can I forget they actually go to space people yep. is the funny thing is it's been a joke for since six oh what are they gonna do next go to space they fucking do it <laughs> I think the older I get unless it's a comic book movie the less I can tolerate stuff here's a pair of two examples of what's been pissing me off about TV shows and movies lately chase scenes. Why is it that in the movies, everybody's got extensive cardio? Why is that? Nobody runs for a half a block and falls over tired like a normal person would. No, everybody can fucking parkour through the park and run, you know, five miles, three miles and not even catch the breath, including the fat cop and and, then the fat guy he's chasing. One. Two, I don't think I've ever seen a car chase where the car just runs out of gas. Everybody's got a full tank. Everybody's car gets like 60 miles to the gallon and they just go. And it just stuff like that just it just just bothers me to no end. And that's and I think that if Fast and the Furious was based on a comic book, I could probably deal with it better. But it's not. And I know that's stupid. And I don't care if you think it's stupid. Yeah, it is. That's that's just that's <laughs> just re- it's just I, I I, I I was going to give that one uh I want to say 7 a chance 7 I think fast 7 was the one I was going to go go try to see oh and I think that's the one where the rock redirected a torpedo on the ice no he, um that was fate which of the one furious. was that that was 8 that okay. was fate of the fate of the furious 7 was when oh gosh what what happened in seven? Uh, it's when um, Jason Statham was the bad guy. He was a big bad before ah. he before he joined the group. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, but the one there. Yeah, okay, so then I was gonna go see the eight. And then when he redirected the torpedo, I just went, I can't, 
can't do this. I, I, I'm not in that, in that space. I don't think anymore to be able to suspend disbelief on something that's not like a comic book or, or See, something that's, like that's, that. That's where and, it's weird what you're saying because we 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 just we wax poetic a few months back about a movie where uh, they used a time machine to fight an intergalactic pretty much uh Hitler <laughs> and uh then Oh he, yeah, what movie was that? That was Endgame. That is right. Okay. And 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 uh you didn't have yeah. any problem with that. Well, like I said, it's coming. Fast and the Furious isn't trying to be serious. It is. It is after five when they kind of did their wink at the camera. Like this is, you know, what we're changing. We're we're changing this franchise, and we're just we're just going balls out action movies where it's just dumb fun. Or you know, we like don't think too much about it. Just enjoy it for what it is. It is it. The movie has the the franchise has exponentially grown since then. Is when they just like tried quit trying to fit a square peg in a hole and just decided to be what they are. All bets were off, and it's just fun. You go, people go in. I mean, there was a big action sequence, and people in the theater are laughing because it is. It is so improbable. It is so ridiculous, but it's so much fun because it's not at all taken. It is it is tongue in cheek, one hundred percent tongue in cheek. And if you go there with the like, with the attitude of this is just too stupid, then you you you're not you're already just you're already assigning to not sign on with the social contract that everyone is assigned is uh, agreed upon. You're, you're, it's like me. I I don't like this Transformers movies past the first one because they're just not good. They're not fun. They're see, just. I I look at it the opposite. I thought they were hella fun, but no. I won't see the last one because the last one looks like it's not. It looks no. horrible. I didn't but, the, have... but the other ones, I loved them. I loved each and every one of them. I, I the second one, the second one, I fucking hated. I hated the fact, and it's clear there was a writer strike because it made it wasn't. You couldn't really follow it. Like, okay, so the Transformers are trying to kill uh, everybody. And they made this Transformer that looked like a human being that her boyfriend didn't even know she wasn't human. Why didn't they just keep doing that? And then you had the step and fetch. Mm -hmm. Racist ass parodies of uh, Robots and Two. Three was just, they they weren't fun. I didn't have any fun watching them, so as so they weren't. See, and I feel the and same they, and, way. And, and, but but Transformers are trying. They're not. They're not being tongue in cheek. They're trying to be like as serious as they can be for a Transformers movie. But even when they even when they had like um, the one with Mark Wal, the first one with Mark Wahlberg, he was completely unlikable, and then his. He got his friend killed. He got the girl he was running with killed. He was so unlikable. And he was like, and he was so, he's one of those, he was so overprotective of his daughter, like her relationships. She was a grown woman and he was like, that's my daughter. It's like, you're acting like you want to fuck her the way you're just carrying on about this. It was, I didn't like it. I I hated that fucking movie. I've seen them all. 
I've seen them all, and I only like the first one. But I, I, we've we've talked about men and their some men and some of their daughters before, and he was just portraying that I took care of you all my all your life, and you used to come to me, blah blah blah. Now I'm jealous because you got other guys. It's just, it's a it's it's a weird psychology thing that some guys go through with their daughters, and some women go through with their sons. You know, when they're finally pulling away. It's it's a it's a weird. I wish I could remember the exact term, but I did some studying on that, and it's just. I also warned my brother about it because he's got a little girl that guys tend to get attached to their daughters, and they look at them differently. And then once they start dating, some dudes can act really inappropriate, you know, and be overly protective when they shouldn't be. And there's a lot of reasons for that. But regardless, um, I don't blame you for disliking. Transformers. In fact, don't care. But I just can't get into the Fast and the Furious. I, I just, like I said, I'm in a different place in my life, and I Which don't is think. Weird, I'll, but you like so much garbage. I know. You know <laughs> so what? This is, you know this what? is why what? it baffles me because you like never... so much stuff that I. It is just yep. not good. You're right. <laughs> You're absolutely right. But I've always ascribed that to being I like things that are bad but fun. To me. Like Jeepers Creepers Two was a piece of shit movie, but goddamn, I had a great time watching that movie. Uh, I like the movies. I mean, no. they're fine. The third one is really not that great, but I don't I, want to ruin two. I love two, and that's how I want to end the franchise because I had a great time with two. So whatever comes after that, I don't care. I have just, it in a good spot in my head. It's just hard for me to enjoy them, truly enjoy them, because you watch it knowing what the director is, and you can see. You can oh, see that's it. right. The child. Uh, you, you can see it. Yeah, He's a pedophile. I forgot about that. I, forgot about that. <laughs> I totally forgot about that. <laughs> and you can the way he shoots guys in the, all of them. You can you can just you can you can see it. And it's not like just men because there's men in the movies and there's boys. And the way he shoots like the young men, like the teenage boys, is like you would shoot a woman. And I just like so it's kind of kind of soured on those a little bit. It's kind of like how I tried to watch uh, and remember I enjoyed the movie Powder, but he did I, that one too. He directed I that know. too. Okay, so that's the same guy. Yeah, I can't watch Powder without thinking about that director. I'm like, I can't. well, and there, there's a kind of ambiguous thing with with Powder and Jeff Goldblum. You're like, what the, are, they, are they gonna hook up? Yeah, the way I they're carrying about. on, it, 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 yeah. it, it's fucking. Same oh, it, was, it was it was directed that way. I was not yeah, misunderstood. Sa- I could same see director. Like, oh, you're trying to get these guys to have oh no, oh, you know. And, but like I said, I'm just in a different place in my life where where I, I mean, he, like I said, comic book stuff and stuff that I because like I said, I, I just there are things that I point out on TV that that, that and shows that I just shouldn't, but I do because some of this stuff just bothers me like i like a lot of these fight scenes in hollywood that they have i'm like okay you're dead you're dead you're dead you should be unconscious you're dead you know but they survive like i watched this one uh physicist talk about how he's sick of watching people land on hood of cars to survive great falls in movies Mm -hmm. that trope and i'm like I've hated that myself, especially in Batman, where he grabbed uh, what's her face, Gyllenhaal, rotated her, and he fell on his back. They must have been twenty stories up, 
and he hit the then he hit the car, and they just walked away. Fast and the Furious uh, six or five five. Vin Diesel is on one part of the bridge, which was an awesome chasing. Actually, it was a pretty good car chase. But um, he jumps, he gets on the hood, and he he catches Letty, who's going a reasonable to equal amount speed, like seventy plus. And he she's she was catapulted off the car, so he's going to try and get catapulted off his car, catch her, so they can land on a somewhere else he catches her and then they land on a car now this the 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 collision of them catching each other should have broken bones Uh when he landed on the he landed on like the windshield of another car and the and he caught her and he used braced with his body and it's like um the car is all bent the metal around it and he just you know he shrugs it off and walks away and no one's dead there's a scene where that same movie, Jason Statham uh, is driving uh, and they're, they're playing a game of chicken, but they're not, no one's driving away. And they, they do a head on collision in sports cars that are, you know, primarily fiberglass. Mm-hmm. Cars shatter. They both get out of the cars, stagger, and then immediately start fighting. <laughs> They should both be dead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they should have. They should. They should be eating engine blocks. Oh, it's so funny. That, and that's like I said. I'm just in a space where that stuff just isn't. Is I can't tolerate that, man. I like. I just. Well, I, when I when, when we watch something that has equally ridiculous stuff, I'm going to bring this conversation up again. Just to just to, to remind you the hypocrisy of your. Just so long as you remember what I said. If it's a comic book movie, I'm. No, fine. no, no! It won't be a comic book movie either. Okay, good. <laughs> Trust me, it won't be. That's that's where I my line is pretty much drawn, unless I really think it's stupid fun, you know. Yeah. And I just the Fast and the Furious. I, I don't know what it is, man. Maybe I'm just. I, I think I might just be sick of The Rock. I might be just sick of Vin Diesel. I could, I don't know. It could be a lot deeper than that. I've never given it much thought, but I well, hate that franchise with a uh, passion. Now I just do, uh, and I don't know what it is. It could be I hate Ludacris as an actor. I hate Tyrese because actually I've I warmed know. up. I've warmed up to Ludacris. I was I was indifferent about Ludacris and a little bit of Tyrese, and I was like, eh, fuck Tyrese. But when he was like his little thing with the Rock, um, I I was like. I hate to admit, but I was agreeing with Tyrese because he was, he, you know, The Rock was doing exactly what Tyrese said he was going to do and try and, of course, he was, break the franchise so he could do his own thing with a spinoff. And that's exactly what happened. I hope uh, this last one is going to be a two parter. It's going to be 10 part because they said they want to do 10 movies. Right. And 10 is going to be 10 part. They're doing the Harry Potter thing, part one and part two. But they have almost everybody of note from all the franchises over all the movies in the franchise so far in this last movie. I hope they bring back Idris's character. Cause he's technically not dead. Cause we don't have a body in it. Uh, Fast Furious is a lot like comics. If you don't have a body, they're not really dead. <laughs> so is the he, rock coming back? He probably will. Uh, I, I, I would assume if he does, they won't, share any scenes with Vin Diesel or if he does it'll be 
it'll be scenes where they're in the same room, but at different days, you know, that kind of thing. That if was it, the rumor about with the De Niro and uh, Pacino and Heat. No, they first. were they 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 didn't dislike each other. They just I they don't. Were, you're right, but I remember when it first was being filmed and came out in the night in the early nineties. It came out in ninety five. Is yeah. that they had a problem with each other? This is what I was reading, and I remember specifically that that famous diner scene. They weren't there together because they couldn't be in the same room together. And then I found out later that those rumors that I first heard were bullshit. They were in there together. Yeah, <laughs> they had never had a problem with each other. So it's like I don't know if the Vin and the Rock actually have a problem, or if this is like made up shit to put some heat on the movie. You know, because the Rock is a pro wrestler, and yeah, I, uh, I don't really no. trust him sometimes when it comes to what's going on because they're all carnies and they tell tall tales. You know, because that's the job. You know, so I, I don't know. I think I really think there was something to the their their thing, their mm-hmm. rivalry. Uh, but um, in the post credit scene, more spoilers. But uh, in the post credit scene, uh, Statham is coming back. So, it, you know, Helen Mirren was in this. Only one who wasn't in this one that's been in previous ones is The Rock. And I wonder if they're going to bring him back because it's going to be a two part, which means it's going to be, you know, uh, epic. Okay, quick sidebar, then we can continue on with something else. Uh, did you know Robert Duvall is trying to have a child now? That's incredibly selfish. You know how old he is, right? He, I think he's almost 80, isn't he? No, he's 90. Are you fucking serious? I am dead serious. Read the article on, on a reputable site and direct quotes from him where he's like, I just want to have a child now. I think it's time. And he's ninety. Oh fuck you, Robert he's, Duvall. He's, he thinks he can. He thinks he can see the kid graduate high school. When kids are born of parents of really old parents, they tend to have a lot of physical problems down the road, and they get like old people features early, like pat, male pattern baldness if they're a male, or just baldness. Period. And a lot of it's not. It's not the. Just because you can doesn't mean it's a good idea. And it's how fucking selfish are you? What that you want to have a kid in your nineties so the kid can grow up without a father? You dick. It's hey. just it's irresponsible. I didn't say it was or wasn't. I thought it was hilarious to see uh, that this it, guy now says the words, I think it's time. I'm like, really? that makes that makes me mad, actually. That angers me. Why? Because because of just what I just fucking said. That 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 because he think he's selfish. It, what what else could it be, Marcel? I don't know. Maybe you. I don't know what it, what else you could dislike if about you, it. If, I, I find it hilarious that if he, he wants is, to have a kid now. If he's angry. really, if he's, it's you grew up with your parents, so good. So you, you maybe you can't fathom this, but. Uh, well, you look at it, it, okay, I see it's incredibly going. fucking uh, selfish. I see where you're going. If and you no, have less than ten. If you have less than 10 years on the clock and you're going, well, it's time to start a family so my kids can grow up without a dad, that's that's because something you want. It's not because you think you're doing some service. If you really want to take care of a kid, adopt. Adopt someone who needs a home. And then the, and then the who your partner, whoever you're with, can finish raising. What you don't do is create a kid that's going to have problems because of your old-ass sperm 
and then die before they even have to see their 10th birthday. That's incredibly selfish. Fuck Robert Duvall. Fuck him. That this pisses me off. That this is so narcissistic and selfish. Uh, maybe. I don't know. No, there's no know. maybe about it. It's I don't I that. I don't I don't agree that it's that selfish, that it's that big of a deal. I really don't. But then again, that is, that is ridiculous. If, if you hold on, but then again, you see it through a different lens than I do. I don't see it through that lens. So I can't understand where you're coming from. Uh, for personally, I can get it intellectually, and intellectually, I can disagree with that. Emotionally, I can't disagree with it because I have no connection to, 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 to that part of it. How can you intellectually disagree with it? I want to hear this argument. I can intellectually agree, disagree with it because he can have a child at this age. Doesn't mean the kid's going to be messed up. It means he has a higher percentage of that. But also, Robert Duvall has a shit ton of money to where he can get stuff. They, they could do DNA resequencing now in the womb. So if something does come up that they could fix, he has the money to get it fixed. So it's not as selfish as if a regular 90 year old man impregnated a, a 35 year old woman. It's a little different. Now, also, that's not a strong argument, but it is an argument. It's a weak one at best. It's still an argument, though, and it can be it can be something I can use to intellectually disagree with you on. It doesn't have to be, you know, a, a Harvard debate, you know, level of response. But no, it just has to be a rational one. And that's and not that was, rational. That was rational. Yes, it is. Oh, well, the, I, I, these kids probably going to have problems because I am so old. But I have enough money to fix it, so you know, fuck, fuck his, fuck, fuck having a kid that's healthy. I can fix it probably, depending on what it is. Some of it you can't fix. Kid might be perfectly healthy. Anthony Anthony Quinn's kid that, is healthy. Yeah, yeah, it might be. And the older you get, the lesser the chance that is. I'm just saying. I don't. I don't. I don't find it selfish. I I find it interesting. I find it incredibly selfish. Fucking, what is that? What's going on? Calm down. My phone went off. Somebody was calling me. Uh, I find it incredibly selfish and fucking stupid. Fuck Robert Duvall for wanting to do that. And just fuck him. So is is uh, Steve Martin on that list too? If he's fucking 90 years old trying to pop kids out, yes. He was Idiot. 70. He was well, 70. It's incredibly fucking selfish. It's so incredibly what's, fucking. What's stuff. the cutoff age then? You should probably want to be able to see your kid graduate high school or become an adult themselves. Uh, okay, it, I'm just asking. I'm curious. What's the cutoff? And I'm age? telling you, I don't. I don't have an exact date, an exact age. But if if the if it's probable that you're going to see them become an adult, and you can raise a child from from birth till when they're you know to at least adult age, let's say 21. That is somewhat responsible. It's having kids late in your 60s or 70s or fucking 90s is incredibly irresponsible, short-sighted, and selfish. Now, Clint Eastwood did it. and his I don't give a fuck. 21. You can throw a million names at me. You're throwing out... All you, you're, th you're, you're, you're throwing there, out a million the, names 
Yeah, uh, and, and you're just jumping no. on on the one guy. I don't know why you're so upset. I those really don't. I, I, I'm telling you the same thing across the fucking board. I do not care who you tell me had a kid at this age and had a kid at this age. Just because it worked out doesn't mean it would. It is it is the norm. There are exceptions to the rule, and I agree. My 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 stance says the same on all of them. You could say that about Steve Martin. Fucking selfish. Clint Eastwood. Fucking selfish. The fact that they had a that, that, that their kid didn't grow up fucked up in the head or have a lot of health issues. So let and, me ask you this then, as an honest honest question, since you are you're, you're Captain Honesty, I've always oh. admired that about you. And you don't you're you well you are you don't hold back opinions. No, I don't. Okay, good. So so let's get yours now. How long do I have? You have a lot of problems. <laughs> I'm just I, asking. I don't wise, know. I don't know how age wise you should be okay. I mean, but what you're not? Well, you're what fifty? Mm-hmm. You're you're getting close to. Given your health problems, I don't think you should. If you want to, you want. I don't have my, health problems. What? Really, I really, it. really. I get it. My back. My. I could my, send I Eloise to your house, and she could fuck you up. You have health problems, my friend. Continue. Just answer the question. What's the age? I don't know. For me, for me personally, you don't Pers- personally. Uh, what, when when do I get the I'm fucking selfish lecture from you? Given your health issues, mm-hmm. given your age. Mm-hmm. I don't think you should if if you're if you still don't have a kid by the time you're 55, mm-hmm. I'd say 54. I don't think you should. Now, if okay. you have a kid, I'll congratulate you. Mm-hmm. I, I will I will obviously would be, would be there. I will be Uncle David. And you David. tell me I'm fucking selfish too cuz I know you you would. Yeah, you are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Stephanie not so much. She's young enough to still do it. She's not even 35 yet. She's older than that, but oh, well, she's not forty yet. I know that much. She's okay. not forty yet, is she? How old I'm, is Stephanie? Nah, I know she's go. younger than Heather, and Heather's forty-five. Well, she's quite a bit younger than Heather, but she's older than you think. No, oh. I'm not. I'm not going to throw her on blast on on this. She's still a girl. So, oh, I, 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 that's something I never understood. I'm just, just saying. I know no, no, women, I, and I'm not going to yeah, throw her out there for that. Well, I know a couple guys like that. But I, I something I don't give a fuck if anyone knows how old I am. Yeah, yeah, I'm forty. I'm I'll be forty nine next month. Yeah. So, but it's it, it's it's just interesting to me. It's not. I don't I don't judge. Well, I'm getting I'm getting to the point where I where I'm slowly. It's weird. I'm judging people less and less as I get older, except for things that I really think I should judge on. But if it's something that's kind of inconsequential to me. Keywords to me in quotations. I'm not going to judge. For me, uh, something I've, and at the risk of sounding uh, pretentious, but once I became a father, stuff really bothered me that people would do that affected other people. Like not necessarily like anything. Like, um, uh, okay, perfect example. I I remember I got. Usually, if I see someone throw something out, garbage out, uh, like a car window, I think, what a fucking jackass. And then I move on. But uh, just last week, uh, I saw I was on the freeway and there was just uh, it was an accident on the road. And uh, 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 
uh, what do you call it? A semi it turned over and I was one of the lucky few that was just like 10 cars back. So I was, I was going nowhere. Mm-hmm. So, so I, I kind of could calculate, so I'm going to be here like an hour. And that's basically what happened. But there was a fucking guy in a BMW in front of me that uh, like two cars ahead of me that had a, um, he had a cigarette pack and he didn't like flick a cigarette out the window. He, and this, we're not moving. And he fucking just throws balls up and throws his uh, marble, um, uh, what do you call it? It's the box, you know, the box that the cigarettes come in. Mm-hmm. He just threw oh, it out the, the window. Yeah, the carton, thank you. He threw that out the window. Under the fucking freeway. I was like, you piece of shit. I got so mad. But before I could, yeah, I wasn't going to do anything, but I was like, fuck that dude. And then a fucking guy, uh, fucking... Again, with the prejudging, but there was a fucking. I, if I saw him, he was in a big old. It's one of those uh, weekend, one of those guys compensating for something. He had this huge, jacked up, brand new uh, F350 on, like, you know, we live in Southwest Portland, and he's got, yeah, he might live in the mountains, but that car was clean as fuck, so I doubt it. And uh, he gets out. Looks at the guy, yells something, takes the carton that he that that he um, that the, the fucking guy in the BMW threw out, and just throws it in the back of the bed of his truck. I was like, "Good for you, hillbilly!" <laughs> Fuck that BMW guy. But uh, all I could think about was like, "You gotta, we gotta fucking take care of the earth while we're here for the next generation." I didn't even think about me. I thought about like Eloise and kids her age. I was like, what are we doing? And if, I was like, I hope that guy doesn't have kids. Is they, they got a shit parent if he's a kid, if, if that's who their father is. And that's it's when people do shit that affects other people, it just angers me. I didn't give it much thought before having a kid, but now that's all I think about when people do stupid shit like that. Wow. I, okay. I, I don't understand the rage. I'd be more angry at Exxon, but okay. Um, well, they, yeah, them too. But you asked, and I've told you. No, I, I, I understand I, what I asked. Exxon wasn't right in front of me throwing shit out into the freeway. That guy was. I just am thinking he threw a carton out that was that's biodegradable. If it was plastic, are you really gonna defend that? If it's if it's not pla- if it's plastic, yeah, that's an oh. asshole move. If it's something like a if piece of paper, any, if it's that'll, that'll biodegrade in like a month, it'll be gone. So you should just throw your trash out the window if it's biodegradable, just anywhere. I got some garbage that's biodegradable. I'll just empty it on your, on your, in your driveway. It's, it'll go away. Is that what that guy did? He emptied his carton on your driveway? That's the comparison you just made. So you're going to empty something on my driveway because this guy threw something out of his window onto the street in front of nobody's house, just on the road. But you're going to come and drop something on my yard to prove a point that didn't need to be proved. We all live here, Marcel. And if and if that fucking asshole does it, then a million assholes do it. And then you get the shit that we're in. Oh, that's not a lie, because everybody throws stuff out the window. So I can't I, I don't. I, I don't wish I could I wish I could disagree with you, but I don't. And I, I have a I, I have a it's just this is fucking ridiculous. And the fact that you've wanna you know, I think I feel like I'm being baited into this bullshit arguments that, that you've because you what? like you like to poke the bear. What? With, with stupid I, I would, shit like this? I would never do that to you. 
I was why like, how can you, you even def- how can you even defend this? this is why so would dumb. you say that, Damon? That hurts my feelings. Fuck off. Because I think no- that I would do that to you. I would never poke the bear with you, buddy. I'm always asking you legit, serious questions that would make you angry because it's so easy. Why would I do that to you? Uh, You're folks, my friend. Folks, this is, might be the last episode we do because Marcel's going to have an unfortunate accident. <laughs> Why would I do that on purpose? <laughs> oh, my God. It's uh, uh, I am I am good at this. I, All I, right. I, All right. You I, know I, what? I, fuck, fuck you very much, sir. <sighs> and this episode is over. Wow. I'm going- <laughs> wow. He's going he's gonna to take his ball and go home. Well, oh, my so- goodness. We're 76 minutes in. They're going to cut us off in like five minutes. <laughs> anyway. Oh, I didn't realize it was that long. But yeah, yeah. And I have to edit this before it uploads, before I go to bed. So I should probably, we should probably wrap it up. Oh. Because um, now, now we're now you're just antagonizing me. It took me a minute to figure out what's happening. <laughs> because it's been a while since it's I happened. Know. But yeah, I was like, I, why are you defending this fucking guy? And then I was like, oh, wait a minute. Wait a Dude, minute. This, I've, been poking, this... I've been poking your button. You're pushing your buttons and poking the bear since the Fast and Furious started. The yeah, yeah, yeah. I was letting that go because I want to get the review out. But uh, then I didn't realize it was leaking into this. So Actually, one more thing before we go. I want, I want to know if this is serious. Uh, two things. One, did you know Sidney Party is still alive? Oh, he's, I thought he's, it, ni- I... he's 94, 94 years old. He's still alive. I honestly thought he, I knew he was old, but I thought he died a couple of years ago. I did too. And I, for some reason, I, I saw him online. I was looking through the best actors of all time and he popped over. I was like, oh yeah, what year did he die? He's not dead. Born Holy. in 1927. Yeah. That's Ooh. impressive. Wow. Thing, I know, right? Second thing is, um, do you agree that we're in the golden age for actors and screenwriters? And directors. It's funny you say that. I don't. I don't think we're in a golden age. I think the golden age for screenwriters and directors was the seventies. Because oh, I know that, why. I got. It. I know why. I know why. The pseudo interference and all that. I, right. I, think. I do believe we're in a new renaissance of of new writers and directors. And it's weird. We just this came up just now. But uh, I was listening to a podcast last uh, at work last night at work. Uh, Quentin Tarantino was on Rogan's show and uh, he talked about his career and he he said he he uh, he said something that that I've been saying for years, but I didn't think I just it was just my opinion. But since he said what I was thinking, I was like, all right, it's a fact now. He he is staying true to 10 movies and he's out. And. um, And. um. Uh, Rogan's like, well, didn't isn't you know isn't uh, uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood isn't that ten? He's like, well, I count Kill Bill as actually one movie because it's one story. So he says he's one more. Yeah. In, he says one more in him, and he's done. And he says he's writing two. He wrote a novella uh, to the to Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and he says he's going to write two books and a play, and then he's going to do one more movie, and then he's done. And they and Rogan try to talk him out of it. He's like, "No, dude, I'm. I, I just had a kid. I, I have a son. I'm a wife now. I have a two year old son. I, uh, I, I need to. I want to. I just want to raise my son for the. You know, I want to see him grow up. I don't want to be working on a project, at least of of this of the magnitude. You know that I do. 
and I'm going to do one more and done. And he's like, well, what do you have in mind? It's like, I don't have anything that I want to do right now. And he says, if, if you were to ask me to come up with one movie, it might be Kill Bill 3. There it is. God, thank God. I hope it's just that. But he it's says little, he... A little girl, right? Yeah, he said he wanted to do like, uh, uh, like you know, uh, a grown-up daughter and and uh, and the bride, uh, Uma Thurman's character, on That's, the run. On the yeah. run. And he's like, but it may not happen. He's like, if I don't, if if that's not what strikes me after I finish these other little smaller projects I want to do, uh, I don't know what I'm doing. He's like, but that's that's in the. It, it, I would. He said, I would be you know lying if I said that wasn't on the short list of things I want to do. He said, I'm only doing one more, and it's it. And he's like, if it, if it does, if I if I don't make it, maybe it'll be a cool graphic novel or a book. But I don't. Uh, he's he's like, he's staying through, and and Rogan asked him why. He's like, because you know, the older you get, directors, uh, they just don't they they don't get stay as sharp. He's like, I don't want that to happen to me. I got nine movies that people hold in high regard. I don't want to do a le- I don't want to do a movie where people are like, yeah, that sucked. But his early stuff, he's like, I don't want to do that. <laughs> I want to be done at ten. Hmm, that's interesting. James Cameron is still going strong, but I guess maybe he feels like he can't. So oh, that's fine. Oh, I, I get what he's current where he's coming from. I just there are just always exceptions to to the rules, and I he's right for the most part. But there are guys who seem to get better as they get older. Cameron's not getting any worse as he gets older. I mean, that's just the facts. Yeah, he's you know he's, we'll see what these Avatar movies do, but uh, yeah, he's. He seems to be only gaining speed. I don't think I don't think Spielberg is getting worse either. I think he's choosing material that's not as good as it used to be, but I don't think his direction. Well, is I getting think worse. I think Quentin is. I think he was getting at it as as a whole, not just directing, but like the ability to like pick a good script, the ability to like, you know, uh, 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 you know. I think he's talking more of an auteur. I, I get it. I understand. I I understand. I just I don't know. It's it's like I just one of my sticking points as I get older is people who say you know things like who encompass everything with one with a statement. You know, it's like mm-hmm. if he had said some people get worse as they get older. I don't. I might be one of those. Okay, fine. But when he said you don't, you are not as sharp. I'm like, well, maybe you won't be. But there are but there are professors who are in their 80s and still teaching at Harvard Law School. So don't don't say it like it's everybody. But I get where he's coming from, though. And that's the other that's the other side of the coin is that as you get older, particularly if you don't take care of yourself or you have like a history of things in in genetic past, you know, you, you do lose something mentally as you get older, but not everybody. Well, true that. But again, there are exceptions to every rule, but I have to, as someone who follows directors, like not, not, I don't, I don't know as much as he does about directors because some of these directors he actually knows. Yeah. Personally now, you know, but I follow directors uh, for the most part. He's right. I mean, there's, I can give you 10 that are still on point or even better than they were 10, 15, 20 years ago, but I can give you 50 that aren't. Oh yeah, I absolutely, <laughs> you know? absolutely. So I think he's, for the most part, he's he's right. Well, here's what I meant by golden age. Then, since we're about to go, but I'm for actors, I've never seen so many first time actors 
and people who actually have a chance to be uh to do this for a living now than ever before because of all the streaming all of the different places where you can act now they're not held hostage or and we as a public aren't held hostage to movie studios and the big three cable network and the big three networks you know as to who they're going to tell us are the great actors now there's no more gatekeepers there's there it is and it's beautiful to watch there's so many actors out there I can watch an entire series and not see an actor I've ever I even know, and that's beautiful. Yeah, that's, that's what I, beautiful. It's kind of like I felt with this new renaissance because in the seventies you had, you know, there wasn't a lot of studio interference. Directors were allowed to create and have final cut, and writers were allowed to write weird shit. And uh, and um, here we are, you know, we had uh, the first blockbuster, and that was the shit of the 80s. I mean, we got mm-hmm. some good stuff in the 80s, but, you know, it was the the big five. The big five studios kind of the, the, the gatekeepers, yeah. you know, and hell, even a movie on my level, if I were to, sh- you know, shoot some of the shorts I shot in the 80s, it would have cost thousands of dollars to do. And that's yeah. what the, you know, but now you have HBO shows for people who, you know, content creators that were that just had a really good YouTube show. And then now here they are putting shows out on HBO and then they're getting movie deals. You know, that's like what uh, Insecure. Insecure was a YouTube show that she did with some friends. And it just she just started telling the story. I mean, that and there's so many people with that that story. You know I mean, the, you know, who the first person was that ever did that. Who? Kelly Bundy. Remember? Do you remember Married with Children when she did that? The local cable access show? That oh, became, yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, I was just thinking about that was in 88. They kind well, of predicted the future in 88. That's amazing. Well, well, actually, she was doing a parody. They were kind of parodying uh, Sandra Bird, I believe her name was. She oh. was a public access woman in the early 80s in New York. Never she heard was. Of her. She was like an ex-porn. Well, she became a porn star afterwards, but she had a show on and uh, or before, but she had a show on uh, public access in New York that got a lot of national attention. She was basically uh, for people who don't remember. Remember back in the day, we had uh, for public access was like we had uh, Jim Spag. Remember him? Oh yeah, I'm an and Argonian, she, of course. I remember Jim Spag. Yeah, yeah. So she was like a female version of that. But in New York, huh. and so when Kelly Bunny had her thing, she was just like you know the, they they had her. I remember that episode. They even had her kind of dress like yeah. what's her name was. Uh, so that oh that, I, I didn't know that. I thought it was something that the writers came up with. Huh. No, I mean I mean they came up with the show, but as far as her doing that on public access, it was already being done uh, by. Um, by uh, this African, I want to say Sandra Bird, but I I know her last name's Bird. She was actually parodied by uh, Sherry O'Terry. Always did always did a skit about her on SNL. She always played her, and the woman was like so coked out of her mind half the time. You she couldn't you know she couldn't like get in, in sentences out, or she'd be talking and just stop and stare off into space and then gather herself. Uh, but Sherry O'Terry, look at any Sherry O'Terry, uh, uh, maybe if you YouTube Sherry O'Terry public access skit, she does like 
she does like a version of that woman. And Kelly Bundy was like a PG third, a PG version of that woman, but on Married with Children when she did when they did that episode. I think you're talking about Robin Bird. Robin Bird, thank you. Okay. Robin Bird, yes. Took me a yes. minute to look it up, but yeah, okay, I see her, and she does. She's blonde haired. No, oh, okay, I, I can yeah, see yeah, her. that's that's I, mean, I got it. Yeah, <laughs> but so, regardless of where it came from, it was still something that came true decades later. But it was still something that you didn't see very often. But now, oh no, you see no. it. It's it's everywhere now. I mean, you can. There's so many different ways that these actors can become successful now. It's Absolutely. Like, it's like beautiful to watch, man. So much more talent is out there. And we're not stuck with seven guys and nine women just rotating movies like we did in the 80s and 90s. It's the same eight to 18 to 20 people just rotating movies. You know, and I'm like, I don't want to see any more Schwarzenegger movies. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of Stallone. Jesus I was, Christ. I was, watching, oh. I was watching a show uh, with Eloise uh, last week. And uh, oh, it's another show. How sweet tooth. Well, I'll get. Oh, I'll talk about that next week after Eloise and I finish it. But um, it's actually pretty good. You should check it out. Um, but I was watching a show with her, and I didn't know who these people were. It was just like uh, uh, this commercial comes on. We're watching Hulu, and it's and Eloise is like, "Oh, I love her." It's like, who is she? Apparently, she was some YouTube star. And then I looked her up later. She's got like 3 million followers and she makes her money on Hulu and sometimes she'll get a gig and do like a commercial or a bit part on TV. But she makes her money on YouTube and doing YouTube skits. I mean, there's so many. There's a few people you've turned me on to uh, doing, you know, that are like um, like Big Jaw and that whole thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, the whole the blood, the chitlin circuit? Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, they're, they're, they're fun, you know. and they're just- That's what I try to tell Stephanie. This is just fun stuff. God, they're funny. They're funny. They are the whole group of all 30 of them. I love this stuff, man. And some of them you see in movies like the one of the black dudes was in a couple of those Netflix, uh, the my babysitter, the my babysitters, uh, my babysitters trying to kill me or the one where the guy's babysitter is like a, a Satanist and she's like trying to, they're doing to sacrifice him. Yeah, yeah. You made me watch that, that movie with it's, um, King Batch, yeah, uh, the one with the goatee, yeah. Him yeah. and the the one of the one of the cultists, one they they have like a huge YouTube following, and they do like they're part of like a troop of people that have their they all work on a show together, and then they all have their own side shows, and it's yep. like yeah, it's like a new renaissance of creativity. It really it's, is. It is beautiful, man. I I was just thinking about that, like I said last night, man. I'm looking at all these shows, and I'm like, I don't recognize any of these actors. And I'm like, I think I'm going to put this on my watch list because I don't know what the hell who this person is. I, I don't know what kind of movie I'm going to get or series. This is great. And then I think about when I was coming up, man, you were pretty much at the mercy of, like I said, the studios, all five studios or however many there were in the 70s and 80s and the three TV channels. Yeah. Of whatever they told you is famous, then that's who it is. Whoever they said is a great actor, that's who it is. Yeah, but there's only like 10 guys what are you doing to me and if and if you know once in a blue moon you'll you'll get like the odd person or if you go on uh, public access once in a blue moon you'll see you'll see someone that stands out like i remember i think this guy did the first podcast and there was there was a 
because when I was trying to make movies and filmmaking and, you know, I wanted an audience. And of course, it was still during that era of, well, you got to go to Hollywood to make movies and or, you know, you, you, you know, you, you need this much money. I just started. I didn't have any equipment. So I went to public access. I learned on their equipment. And mm-hmm. part of the deal is you pay your fee, you yeah. learn the equipment. And as long as you use their equipment and you put out a show, they'll, you know, they'll give you a format. They'll give you a, you know, yeah, they'll put you out there. And uh, so I wanted to have stuff in Oregon. So I came to Portland, even though I lived in Vancouver, I came to Portland and did the same thing. And I remember I was in one of the, um, one of the editing rooms and there was a, uh, uh, Jim Spag was in there and there was this one guy that was waiting to use equipment and his pod, his show was, he would just sit, in a field, he'd pick a nice area in Portland and sit there and just like bitch about stuff that's been bugging him that week. It was this black dude. And it was like, I remember watching him edit and he's like, I'm like, there's nothing happening. He's like, no, I'm just talking about my, my day. And it was just, it was just like a confessional, but it was like before pup, it was before reality TV, but the, you know, you would be classified as that now. But I remember yeah. Yeah, it was, you know, once in a while you'll get like the odd thing where that was like, oh, that's different. I'll watch this. But yeah, yeah very I, rare. Yeah. It's, yeah, but yeah, before then it was just, yeah. The formula, had... the formula seems to almost be dead now, which I love. You know, there's no shows aren't formulamatic anymore. You know what I mean? Formulaic. Where it's like, formulaic, sorry. Where they, where you know the layout before it comes out and you're like, I've seen this a thousand times. Yeah, you know, you know now it's kind of like okay, I don't. That's an interesting twist. Like, could you imagine in on the late eighties when we were teenagers? Uh, what is that? What's what's the name of that show that's on uh, Amazon? The cartoon, the animated show that we're watching. Oh, Invincible. Yeah, you think that would have been able to come on TV? Oh no, no, absolutely not. And that was a more lenient time of TV, but it's too different. That they would be like, uh, wait, these superheroes aren't good guys. Oh no, 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 we can't have that. This guy's supposed to be a bad Superman. Oh, we can't have that. No, 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 no. And the and the guy who's and the fan, he's married to a Korean. Lady. No, no, no. And the stars a, a half Korean kid. Oh, nip, nip, nip. Dating a black woman. Oh, can't have that either. Yeah. You know, I mean, the whole show would have been nope, 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 unless you change this to white, white, white. Yep. And even then, I don't think it would have gotten past a couple of episodes because of how violent it was or is. Uh, but I, like I said, I just, I just really like this time that we're in with as far as for actors and writers and directors, where so much new stuff can just get put out and put out and put out. It's, 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 it's a beautiful thing to watch. It really is. Yeah, it is actually. It really is. It's beautiful. You know, I, 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 I love it, man. We, we were so deprived as youth to, to creativity and different things, man. It was just... It's a good time to be alive. Uh, it's like this dude on the radio said. He said, every day you're alive is the best time to be alive. He said, because look at all the advantages we have as opposed to our parents, our grandparents. Yeah, today's the best day of all time to be alive. And then tomorrow will be the best day, no matter how well, fucked yeah, up it is. Every you know? generation, too, because there was a time when... You know, our parents like, there's no better time than now. We are living in the best, you know, yeah. technologically and, you know, and, and, and yeah, hopefully uh, Eloise will be saying the same thing. You know, kids that age. I have a age, rotary phone. We're in the best time ever, guys. <laughs> I have a computer 
where I can get a program in five minutes. <laughs> I know, right? My desktop only costs $8,000 with only 800 megabytes of memory. That's beautiful, isn't it? Oh, my God. 800 bytes. Are you rich? <laughs> That's, that's why it costs $8,000, Jack. Oh, shit. Now, now you can get a, what's it, for like 500 bucks. You can, uh, anyway, it's just ridiculous. All right, folks. We're going right. to go because we are 95 minutes in, and I, I'm, I'm shocked we're not, we're not off yet. So uh, we will see you next week. All right. Peace out, everybody. See ya.